0: Hey guys, it's Ashley from Full Sailing Out of the Box. We are back today to discuss even more of Traction by Gino Wickman. Today we're going to talk about Chapter 5, the data component. So Sean, go ahead and start.
1: Hey guys, welcome back to uh, talking about this book, Traction. Um, chapter 5 is the data component, so we're going to jump right into this. Uh, picture a small plane flying over the Atlantic Ocean. Halfway across the captain announces, "I've got bad news and I got good news. The bad news is, is that the gauges aren't working and hope, hopelessly lost. I am hopelessly lost. <laughs> we have no idea how fast we're flying or what direction we're going and I don't know how much fuel we have left. The good news is is that we're making great time." Does that sound at all familiar? That's how most entrepreneurs are running their organization. They're flying blind with no data to let them gauge where they're going, where they're going or how or where they're heading or if they're heading in the right direction. But they always remain optimistic. Only factual information can provide the basis for productive discussion and decision making. This chapter is designed to help you formulate and manage your data to let you know and take the pulse of your business consistently and accurately so that you can take effective action. You will no longer be managing assumptions, subjective opinions, or emotions and egos. So I want to stop here for just a second, guys. Uh, this, this chapter is really important to one of the main things we talk about in our company, which is data, not drama. And it's most important to know your numbers on a daily, to a weekly, to a monthly, to a quarterly, to a yearly, like all of it, right? Right. And one of the big pieces in our company is is that we are all data driven in each individual lane, right? Every single time we talk about this, it always goes back into data. So I wanted to take a quick second to talk about that because this is what changed us as a company. Um, You will gain the power of being able to manage your business through the chosen handful of numbers. These numbers will allow you to monitor your business on a weekly basis, quickly showing which activities are on track and which ones are off track. Once you have tracked those numbers for a while, you'll achieve a valuable ability to see the patterns and trends that predict the future of your company. Now yes, we're talk- I
0: think, oh, sorry, go.
1: <laughs> now we're gonna talk about the scorecard.
0: Oh, well, before we move okay. on to that, I just wanna talk about tracking numbers to p- predict patterns or see trends, see patterns and predict trends. Um, and, one of ours that we've noticed over the last couple of years as we've really been tracking our numbers is that no matter what holiday is happening, if we have a holiday that week, numbers are going to go down. And that is just because the sellers aren't as focused on it. Um, Maybe we're not, I mean, even if we get just as many outbound calls, we're not getting nearly as many inbound calls, not getting nearly as many leads. And I mean, when I say holiday, I, you know, The big ones like Christmas, Thanksgiving, Easter, 4th of July, those all have an effect. But the little ones too, like Halloween, um, MLK Day. I mean, (laughs) you know, whenever something like that comes up, it really puts a dip in our numbers and it's just so crazy to think about that. But we wouldn't know that. I mean, we go into weeks and I'm like, okay, guys, it's Halloween this week. Numbers are going to be low. Um, Let's beat it if we can, but... If not, I mean, that's how it's been the last few years, so we won't be surprised.
1: Yeah, it's, it's good to know this, guys, and it's impressive to see that something as simple as a Halloween is a holiday, which is one night, one day, you're leading up to it, but it affects it, and it's just unreal how that's a factor in the company, right? So let's move forward on the scorecard. Anything that is measured and watched can be improved. The concept of managing through a scorecard has been around forever. The idea has been expressed through many different terms. It's been called a dashboard, flash report, scoreboard metrics, measurables, key performance indicators, also known as KPIs, smart numbers, and so on. Whatever you call it, it's a handful of numbers that can tell you at a glance how your business is doing. The unfortunate reality is that most organizations do not have a scorecard. They lack activity-based numbers to review on a regular basis. The scorecard should cause an organizational shift. Your leadership team will become more proactive at solving problems because you all have hard data that not only points you in current problems, but can also predict future ones. By By solving them, you're assuring them that you're on track with your vision. In order to solve a problem, you must know the source of the number in the scorecard. Therefore, you can go directly to the root of the cause and create better accountability and clarity with your team. So I'm going to stop here for just a second because it says here, guys, like in the book, uh scorecard can be found on this page. And um, I think they show 116 through 122. Uh, one of the big ones that we have um, is our analytics sheet. So we had this thing built and then Ashley has just made it better as everything, right? She comes in, tweaks it, makes it a little bit better than it was. But guys, these are the measurements that we see on a weekly, right? We have our huddle calls. We get in here and talk about numbers to get down to the fine tuned metric of how many phone calls does it take to get to a motivated seller, to get to an appointment, to do a deal, to net profit right? This is accountability on a daily to a weekly. That is a must. If it's not, you will not be able to see where you're going. And like Ashley had mentioned before, you won't even know there's a dip coming or why. Right? So then when you see that you track your numbers over time and you see that dip, it's accountable. It's looked at, it's, it's forecasted, right? You see it coming. So this isn't his issue where we weren't tracking as well before. And we were like, what's going on? Like, why is this happening? Lo and behold, it's a trend right? And trends are good as long as you can see them and recognize them. So measurables.
0: Well, before we go on, I'm just curious for our company scorecard, um, what everyone thinks is the most, the most or one of the most important numbers that we need to be tracking daily, weekly, monthly. So like whether it's number of calls or number of leads or I don't know, but I'm just interested to see what everyone's answer is.
2: Go for it, Jacob. So the one that pops into my head the most, and, and this is probably just coming from the acquisition side of the house, of course, but uh, I think calls out uh, is the number one number for us because everything starts with that. I mean, if you're not on the phone, you're not generating any traction. You're not generating leads. You don't have the opportunity to to go out and uh, proceed with walkthroughs and actually talk to sellers and lock up contracts. I mean, that's to me, that's absolutely number one
0: and just to be clear when i say for us i also mean for new wholesalers as well like if you want to get started right off the bat tracking something you know and i think that's a good one is outbound calls
3: okay what do you think um yeah that would be on number one but um i wouldn't be saying anything different than jacob so i would say number two would be calls in or contacts in however you're tracking a lead coming in right so if you have google adwords how many responses are you getting? If you have mail, how many phone calls are you getting? You know what I'm saying? So called in is definitely number two because um, Jacob said it best. If you're not on the phone, if you're not talking to people, then you're not doing business in this business. That it's that simple. You have to be talking to them in some way. All right,
1: let's get to measurables. What gets measurable? Sean, what about you? (laughs) You didn't answer. Yeah, totally. Guys, this is from, um, talking from beginner level to, you know, a bigger company level. If you're not generating calls on the phone, dialing, talking to sellers and then leaving voicemails, leaving texts to have somebody call you back, you are not doing business. The end. Like that's it. If you're not hunting for deals, you're not going to do business. So even when I started this as clustered as it was and walking around with 10 20 notebooks, the one thing I was consistently doing was being on the phone, right? Didn't matter when, well, mattered when, but like, didn't matter, like between 9 a.m. and 7 p.m. You know what I mean? That was my go-to times. And I would be on the phone consistently, right? Either trying to follow up, getting lost in my notebooks, you know, no matter what, still trying to follow up with sellers. And then also trying to dig into like people that I was going to build the buyer's list prior to learning like that didn't matter. I needed to find deals first to sell. So definitely tracking numbers for outbound calls, making the fo- like smile and dial, <laughs> smile and dial. That's the name of the game, right? Get on the phone, make phone calls, track it and know what you're doing to, to how much time you're on the phone with certain people. Yeah. So yeah, for sure. Tracking numbers, tracking outbound and inbound calls.
0: Yeah. And I think um, just to go back to the people that are just starting out, something else that is important to track from the, business admin kind of side is marketing dollars you're spending and how that translates to a campaign. So whether or not you're spending um, on Facebook and you've spent $500 over three ads, or you're doing direct mail and you spent a thousand dollars, where, where is that money going to which campaign? So I think in the beginning you need to be tracking inbound calls, outbound calls, marketing spent, And how that translates to the various campaigns that you're doing. And I think even just that will give you an awesome foundation so that as you get further along, you realize, oh, I need to be tracking this other number. And you can do that later, but it'll at least give you a basic foundation of where your business is and where you can move forward.
1: Foundation, foundation, foundation. It's got to be strong. So tracking numbers, knowing where you're going instead of slinging mud against the wall. So highly, highly important. You don't know what campaign's doing good if you're not tracking it. You could be spitting money out on a campaign that's not giving you any performance, right? But if you're not tracking it, you won't know that. So good stuff. All right, measurables. What gets measured gets done. Complete mastery of your data component is achieved when you boil the organization's numbers down to the point where everyone has a single, meaningful, manageable number to guide them in their work. This number will be enable leaders to create clarity, accountability throughout their team. With a completed scorecard, you can track high level numbers to a single person at that source. Everyone has a number. That is a key point, guys. I want everybody hearing this message and listening to this replay. Everybody has a number to hit. Doesn't matter what position you are in any company, right? You have to have a number. There are eight distinct advantages to everyone having a number. Number one, numbers cut through murky, subjective communication between manager and direct reports. They become a communication tool between managers' direct reports, creating a basis of comparison and unemotional dialogue and results. Again, I'm going to key back into the one thing I always say, data, not drama. I don't care about the BS that comes with it. Let's just look at the numbers, right? Number two, numbers create accountability. When you set a number, everyone knows what the expectation is. Accountability begins where clear expectations and nothing is clearer than a number. Again, everyone has a number. Number three, accountable people appreciate numbers. Wrong people in the wrong seats usually resist measurables. Right people in the right seats love clarity. Knowing the numbers they need to hit, they enjoy being part of the culture where they're held accountable.
0: Yeah, and I want to pause right there um, to talk a little bit about our, our call incentives. And so what that is, is we figured out the number that we need for communication, whether it be a call, a text, or a talk, which is like a call over three minutes, and um, converted that into a point system. And Cam specifically has told us that what he really likes about it is it sort of gives him that um, line in the sand so that he knows, okay, am I even on track this week? Have I gone too far? Am I not far enough? I just don't know. And until we had this, it was hard to measure that. So Cam, if you wanna speak about that a little bit.
3: Yeah. It, it gave us an attainable goal, right? To know, like Ashley said, like we backtrack, we, we know that we need to make so many um, contacts with the seller um, in order to go on an appointment in order to get a contract in order to get a deal. Right. So what do we need to do each week? What, what do I need to do? What did Jacob need to do? And um, how many contacts do we have, need to have out? And that was huge because it, because I have a problem where I'm a workaholic like a lot of us <laughs> and without that line in the sand, I can go past it. Sure. But I, before that, I really didn't know. And I think I would just keep going and keep going and keep going because I didn't know if I, I'd met a goal. So that, that is obviously Jacob and my number for the week obviously is the bare minimum um, of X number of points to get um, those contact or those touch points with the seller that we have, we have talked about.
0: Awesome. Thank you. That was it, Sean. We can move forward. Unless Jacob, you have something
2: no, I mean, I, th- I think that uh, Cam described it really well, and uh, I think that the system that we put in place is is something that, like, I mean, like we keep saying, right, it, it puts that line in the sand for us so that we understand where we need to be. Um, and then I th- I, th- I will say, I think the only thing that does go along with that, right, and, and this is obviously, if you're new to the game, this is something that you're not necessarily going to worry about right away, um, but when you are experienced and you start tracking these numbers and you know we have we have what, well over a year's worth of data at this point i think almost a year and a half um so the key important aspect of having all of that information is that as things change like especially with covid19 and so on as far as you know what that's been doing to the economy what it's been doing to people who are looking to sell and so on right as those things change you have the data to be able to sit there and flag you on it and i think that that's been incredibly important because if we didn't have those numbers, we wouldn't understand how we need to shift. And I think that that's one of the key reasons why we've been more successful than it seems like most people have been over the last few months is because we track and because we are able to make those, those changes and those decisions based on what we're finding and what we ultimately track. So yeah, that's, but I think Cam hit it perfectly on the nose as far as that is concerned. It's 100% correct. All right, numbers create clarity and commitment.
1: When an employee or a team member is clear on his or her numbers and agrees that he or she can achieve it, you have commitment. There is no gray area. Numbers also create competition. There's nothing wrong with a little bit of pressure in the group. Numbers produce results. What gets watched gets improved. Numbers create teamwork. When a team composed of the right people, The key word there guys is right people, the right butt and the right seat doing the right business. When you have the right seat and you have the right person that agrees to the number to hit, they ask themselves, how can we hit it? Creating camaraderie and a little bit of pressure. You solve problems faster. When an activity-based number is off track, you can attack it and solve the problem proactively unlike with the end result based on numbers that show up after it's way too late to change it. In addition, the use of hard data cuts through all of the subjective and emotional options that create murkiness and lengthened out the amount of time it takes to make the right decision. <clears throat> Your organization accomplishes the third essential component of gaining traction with a clear vision of people in place and data being managed through a scorecard. You're creating a transparent, transparent organization when there is nowhere to hide. Your company is open and honest at all times. Any obstacles that stand in the way of achieving your vision will be apparent. Your job is now to remove those barriers and solve the issues holding you back. So to kind of finish this out before we roll into the next chapter, one of the big things I feel like that just goes through our company is that we are all on the same page. Everybody has a number to track and everybody has a number to hit, no matter what. And for those people that are listening that are brand new, this is something that you must, and I can only highly recommend you do in the beginning, to save yourself time, right? You cannot get your time back. So tracking these numbers allows you to see where you're going and not get as frustrated right, and allows you to focus more. If you can measure these numbers at the bare minimum of calls out, calls in, and what campaign source it came from and the cost of it, you will know where you're going.
0: Yeah, and one thing that I think we didn't touch on as much is just how important it is to not only track these numbers, but actually look at them. you know, not just quarterly. Quarterly reports are great for like the big picture, but you do really need to zero in on a monthly, weekly, and sometimes even daily basis on some of this stuff. Uh, I think calls in and out is a great example of something that you should look at daily, at least in the beginning, so that you can see if you're hitting those points and really, you know, setting yourself up for success for to hit those weekly, monthly, quarterly numbers.
1: Definitely good stuff.
0: All right. Any other final thoughts on this data component chapter? Jacob, Cam, you guys haven't had the chance to say a lot, but, you know.
3: Uh, I think it's it's important, obviously, just to, you know, have have the numbers that you're striving for and be able to look ahead um, and predict to have kind of a leading indicator strategy, right, to see, like Jacob said, we have years of data, right, so we can see and know if we're on on track for a month, a week, or even a day, or if we're not. I mean, it's really, it's easy to see, but you have to build the data behind it. And it's important that everybody has a number. We have our numbers and we know what they are.
2: Mm -hmm. Yeah, yeah, so one more thing I'd like to touch on just a little bit deeper, because we've said it here, right? But Sean says it all the time, it's data, not drama. Now, that being said, like, that's not meant to to be you know, non empathetic or understanding of, of people's situations and so on, right? Because we all have things that we're going through on a daily basis, as far as time management is concerned and, and so on. And, and uh, we've had that talk multiple times. And I, I actually love the aspect of this because when you do know the numbers and you understand the issues that come up in an organization, right? Like these are people problems. So, but at the same time, when everybody understands what the number needs to be in, you know, in order for the company to operate, there's that there's that mutual understanding right as far as what things need to be and it does keep things very transparent within the organization like one of the things i love most about our team is the fact that we all can be extremely open and honest to the point where you know like i think that cam ashley and sean probably know more about my life than i would say i would say probably 99 out of 100 people in it so and that's awesome to me because having that kind of background and that ability to to share what's going on with the team is an amazing thing to have and that's going to that's going to make any organization successful right when you know that you can trust people to that level but that being said there also comes the understanding that you still have to hit the number right things still have to work they still have to function moving forward that's what's going to keep the company moving and i think that it's really important to make that distinction data not drama is not meant to be one of those things where you're not you're not understanding and empathetic to the people that are in your organization it's simply meant to keep everybody on the same page and to keep that, own, that open, honest discussion moving forward so that when it can come up, you can figure out, is there a problem that needs to be solved? Or you know, is this something where maybe the, the right person is not in the right seat? And uh, maybe that's something that needs to change, right? But that's what all of this ultimately allows you to do. It allows you to get on that understanding and then to have those conversations so that if need be, you can make changes moving forward. So I love it. I, I just wanted to touch on that a little bit more because you guys know that that one's near and near and dear close to my heart. So that's awesome.
0: Yeah. Sean, any final thoughts before we sign off for this chapter?
2: No,
1: I f- this the final. I guess my final thought would just be take the time to build a really good foundation for anybody that's new to the business. It doesn't matter if this is real estate based. It doesn't matter what company you're building. It all comes down to data. So if you can set yourself up for success, I would highly recommend anybody that's brand new, bare minimum, draw it out. What does it look like? What are you tracking? Where are you going? So that again, the the, line, the word that always gets used now is the line in the sand, right? We need to get Cam a, a poster that says line in the sand. <laughs> so the idea here is, is that you know where you're going. So take the time to write it down draw it out, understand where you're going and what numbers you're going to track so that as you grow and you bring a team on, everybody can row in the same direction. Most important of this entire discussion is tracking your numbers and taking the foundation, the time to build that foundation.
0: All right, cool. Thanks guys so much for coming on to listen to us talk about chapter five of Track Traction by Gina Wickman. We'll be back next time with chapter six. and if you are interested in learning more about us, we are on YouTube. We've got a podcast that's available wherever, uh, on whatever podcatcher you listen to. And we have a website, go to www.wholesalingoutofthebox.com to find more of our resources and more about us. So thanks again for listening and we will see you guys next time. Bye. Hey, everyone. It's Ashley with Wholesaling Out of the Box. Thank you so much for listening to our episode. We hope you enjoyed it. We've got a lot more content coming for you on your podcatcher of choice, YouTube, Instagram, Facebook, all of the above. So we'd really, really appreciate it if you would be willing to write a review if you have the time today for us down on whatever, wherever you're listening to this, because reviews help us so much to get in front of more people. And it lets us see what we're doing right, what we're doing wrong, what you're interested in, things like that. So give us any kind of feedback. Sean and I are always saying we like all feedback, all uh, constructive criticisms so that we can get better, so that we can give you the content that you're looking for. So if you could leave us a review, that would be magical. And that's, that's it. Thanks for listening.